Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're now listening to The Jillian Michaels Show. Okay. Uh, I want to be funny here, Andy, but I don't have... This segment's not funny. Oh, okay. No. I'm worried. Well, don't be worried. I'm okay. Googling this. Okay. Uh, Nicole, will you Google foster care adoption statistics? Mm. And the reason that I'm thinking about this right now is because uh, I just had a meeting with uh, the people from the Dave Thomas Foundation. Yeah. And I work with them um, usually on their Home for the Holiday segment, right, yep. which airs every year uh, during the holidays. And it's about placing kids in foster care into permanent loving families, right? Getting them adopted into loving homes. And uh, so people, I think, don't realize that there are 107,000 kids right now in the U.S. without a family. In America, right here, Mm -hmm. in America. We have 304... Wait a minute. Oh, sorry. I screwed up. There are 423,773 children in the U.S. in the foster care system, but only 114,556 of them are currently available for adoption. And this is because their birth parents' legal rights have been permanently terminated. So the difference is there's foster care rights. So there are kids that have been removed from their home, okay. but their parents' rights haven't been terminated yet. So the parents have the ability to get it together, okay. to get their act together, Second and so chance. on. Um Yes, they get another chance. Okay. Now, 114,000 of these kids have already had their parental rights terminated, which means they are currently homeless, no family, up for adoption. And so I met with these guys the other day, and National Adoption Day is coming up, and we want to do something to kind of promote it. It's coming up in November. And it just, you realize, like, the statistics of these kids like 73 percent of the kids that age out of the system and i could be getting this one slightly off i'm trying to remember end up in you know going to prison and think about why try to remember back when you were what 18 mm-hmm. dude if i could truly share the things i did when i was 18 because my yeah. parents when i was 17 i yeah. was on my own same if i could truly share the things that happened when i was 18 to try to get by let's just put it this way yeah I could have ended up in the same place. Me too. Okay, and I, I never will because of my career. I can't. It's not possible, but all I can simply say is I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to have survived them. Dodged bullets all the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the the bottom line is that these are not bad kids. I don't understand no. how this is almost like a dark little secret that no one's talking about. These kids, think about it. She goes... You know, imagine, like, their cars in the shop, no one helps them to fix it. 
you know, one kid, when he was filling out, he was filling out applications for college and it said emergency contact, this kid put 911. Oh. He didn't have, that's his emergency contact. He didn't have anyone to call. I mean, I don't understand how this is happening in our country. And I know why we didn't adopt from the foster care system. And the reason is because we were scared away from it. When we looked into it, everyone was like, oh, the baby will get taken away from you. You'll be attached to these crazy adults. You're a public figure. Not the kids, but supposedly the kids' families. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't have that. You're a public figure. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, you know, these kids might have problems. And I look, I'm like, might have problems. Like, who doesn't have problems? Right. Who doesn't and whose kids don't? I mean, not only that... Should you choose to become a foster to adopt parent, like the kids have files. Mm -hmm. If the child has something they're dealing with that you can't handle or understand or cope with, that's fine. We all have our limitations. I would absolutely go in certain situations. Yeah, I'm not equipped. Yeah, yeah. we can't take yes. that on. No, I'm not capable. You know, I, I know my limitations and I'll be honest, it doesn't make me a bad person. I can't take that on. But I mean, I can tell you without sharing too much of my daughter's story, she wasn't in the foster care system but this is a child that didn't come home until she was two years and a yeah. month old yeah i mean and what she went through up until two was not a pretty picture and i'm sure that there's there's some anxiety for sure but she's a beautiful awesome amazing yeah. kid very she doesn't come without her issues and neither does my son who came out of Heidi Stein. And by the way, neither do we. Right. I just, I don't understand why people talk about adopting dogs and cats, but no one talks about the 114,000 kids in this country that have no family, yeah, no home. So sad. How is this possible? I'm furious with the adoption system right now. I think the system really fails. There is some people that stayed in my teepee, this awesome, beautiful gay couple. And these two women are the pillars of parenthood. They've been in the system doing all the logistics. They've been willing to be open to kids that had mothers that were addicted. They were willing wow. to do it all. They were willing to have uh, children that had siblings, older siblings, almost preteen. And they just said, we want low risk. Okay, that was the story when we first met them. They low were in risk meaning we don't not being be removed. Away. We don't want them to be taken away. And they said, we will, we will, we just want low risk, but we will take any kid. We will do it. And they did their due diligence they went through all these all these things all this bureaucracy more than any natural born parent would have getting pregnant so anyways i think cut to three years so when we met them this was like three this was four months ago when we met them they were on their third year of doing everything they were supposed to do finally 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 they got a little boy six months old we met this little boy they came over we had this kind of little mini baby shower and whatever finally this kid came to them I guess the law, I don't know it, so I don't know why I can exactly explain why this little boy all of a sudden, knock, 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 after three months of them placing this little guy with these parents, he got removed last week. Oh, True story. His, his parental rights weren't terminated. Because his parental rights weren't terminated, but the kid went to the mother's friend, not relative, but friend, and I guess there is a law, and I wish I knew what it was because I'm unequipped for this, and it's so sad. There's a law. It's California. I don't know if it's in any other states that states if there's a child who was reared in an area near the mother or some kind of logistics like that. And even the mother in court, Jill, said, I want my child with these two women who have adopted, who are trying to adopt my kid, and still. And so they sent an email out saying, we're going underground for a couple months. We need to deal with this pain of losing our child. 
Are you after- kidding me? No, and I was oh, just like, God. "What is see, with the here's, system?" Here's the lowest risk, though. This is the this is the problem. They didn't fully protect themselves okay. because okay. there are 114,000 kids where that's not possible. The case, I am almost sure, because when a, when the parental rights have been terminated, I could be wrong though. If it's if there's some special law about a family member being able to step in, then I might be wrong because that isn't a parental right thing. Right. If the mom said, "I am okay with them adopting," then that is truly disturbing. And it, and the, the the thing of it is, I just find you know, look, I don't want to be a jerk. Mm-hmm. I get it. You want to have your own kid. I totally understand. You know, Heidi was like, it's important to me. I want to be pregnant. I want to have my own kid, family. But she also loves Lou just as much. Yes. And the thing is, I get it. You know, you want to have your own kid. Awesome. You want to have another one. Fantastic. But maybe on the third time, the third kid, if you are going to open up to a third kid. Maybe consider. I agree, Joe. Maybe consider. I agree. You know, adopting one and giving a child that doesn't have a chance or any protection in the world, any love, anything, a home. Yeah. These kids are not unlovable. They are not damaged goods. They are human beings, little junior humans yes with no one in the world looking out for them and i just i we've got to start talking about this it's ridiculous that we can talk about oh my god you know don't buy a adopt a dog and if you buy a dog from a pet store everyone's like can't believe it you know you should have adopted and it's like that that much kind of judgment about it and the concept it. behind it is open your heart that's it to coming exactly. to having that thing you want a different way I mean, that's, that's where all people we're should. Yeah, I just, know. Just I totally agree. Know the numbers. These and the kids story, are invisible, yeah. Mama. Yeah, and it's sad because the story, you know, not to deter people from opening their heart because of that. I think in this case, then, with that said, is that maybe the maybe the small print wasn't looked at in this situation because my heart was broken for this family, but I'm sure that there's something that was overlooked because with that said, so many children. I know. Need a home. And I'm just going to leave you with this. Here's a statistic on the Dave Thomas Foundation website. Nearly 40% of American adults, 81.5 million people, have considered adopting, according to the National Adoption Attitudes Survey. If just one in 500 of these adults actually followed through, every waiting child in foster care would have a permanent family. Wow. So if you're one of those people... Who's considering it? Who's on the fence? Do me a favor. There's a lot of myths out there. There's a lot of stigma. There's a lot of stuff that isn't true. Visit the Dave Thomas Foundation's website. It's real simple. DaveThomasFoundation.org or call 1-800-ASK-DTFA and get some information. Because you know what? Right now, you could change the life of a child forever and i'm gonna just go out on a limb and say you want to tell the truth you could save save a kid's life yeah you could save their life that's the truth let's put the politically correct bullshit aside yeah this is what we're talking about you could save a child's life their mental health their physical health you could give them a chance in the world please just do a little homework if your mind is at all open and check it out because if you ask me what the best decision I've ever made in my entire life is, mm-hmm. really, it would be adopting Lou. 
not to say I'm not super proud of my son. I didn't do anything to have him. Mm -hmm. So if I had to do something or make a decision for him to be born, then sure, I'd be equally as proud. But we made a decision yeah. to adopt a child. And it's the the greatest decision of my entire life. The decision that I, I agree. couldn't be more proud of and the best thing that we ever did. So. Like born of the heart. You yes. Know? Born of the heart. And I also would encourage parents to who want to have a child in their in their home to not get their sights on a baby that tends to just be a romantic notion yep. and to have a child be a little older there is so much joy in seeing them blossom from that point forward it's so miraculous and special agree all right you know who you are. You love to cook, but you don't got the time to do the shopping. And you don't want to waste the money on ingredients that are left over. Well, check it out. We've got culinary pros at Plated.com that do all the work for you. They design the recipes. They've got tons of different options. They change weekly, no matter what your taste. And everything is going to be delivered right to your door. It's measured out and proportioned perfectly. Whether it's fresh meat, poultry, veggies, spices, and it's all in a refrigerated box, it will stay good until midnight that day. What are you waiting for? Go to Plated.com slash Jillian and check it out. Chef quality meals, 30 minutes or less, taste delicious, no waste, save the time on the shopping, that's plated.com slash Jillian, and you will get a free dinner for two with your first purchase. Go now, plated.com slash Jillian. Okay, I, girl, <laughs> I tried to do, you know how this tortures me. Mm. I honestly... I tried to do the back squat again the other day. Yeah. No, mama. Oh. No can do. Okay. I just don't. And the reality is, I mean, I feel like we just need to be honest about this. Oh, my back. Oh, my knees. Blah, blah, blah. But what's really happening, bottom line, is I do not have the hip flexibility. And I don't have I don't have the flexion in my ankle. My Achilles is tight. Yep. If you don't open that up, that three joint movement of the squat, if you don't open up your hips and open <sighs> up your ankles, you're not going to get down to the bottom. And this fallacy about like decelerating, your poor knees are wreaking habit when you when a person decelerates into that 90 degree angle baloney in the knees. We're capable of a deep squat. We should go there. Your quads are capable of it. Your knees, you just have to get that flexibility in your tendons and your ligaments. And you should open up your hips and open up your ankles. But people always think it's funny because I hear people, oh, my low back. I'm like, but it's actually tight hip flexors yeah tight psoas and then i kind of and i, I know right. this because of my issues right and then i'm like you feel pain right here and you know you touch the part of their lumbar spine their lower back and how and you show them like where your psoas wraps around and how tight those muscles get yeah and you know what's interesting like you get a massage they might rub your low back but no one's digging into your no hip flexors no and god forbid they do you will scream for pain yeah holy cow and you're so as too. like look at how simple Jeez, of a movement Mama. like if you take a big ball like a med ball or a physio ball and you kind of place it in between your hip and your belly button and then you lay on oh, top of it and you stretch out agony but agony. as soon as you open it up and stand up you know like supple leopard Yes, that Great. dude Kelly Starrett. Kelly, so smart, and he does all. Watch. Yes, and he, all he does is show people, you know, simple, simple things to open up their back, and out they pop. He can open up. So his philosophies are true. You know, you open up your hips, yep, and then you can squat deeper. Open up your hips, squat deeper, 
And a lot of Olympic lifters open up their hips by placing weight on their back, allowing the weight to open them up on the bottom really? and stay on the bottom. Mama, you know what I love? I, can't, I fall. I don't have the flexibility. You know and like what my I love? pistol squats, like I have the strength, but Christy, our friend Christy, who's yep. on the show, right, talking about some of these Olympic lifts. Yeah. Like when I was working with Christy, she's like, Jill, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I see you're muscling through it. She's like, but your, your form is tragic because you, you don't have the flexibility to do it. And she said the same thing you did. She's like, you, until you take the time to stretch out your calves. Yeah. You know, do your little flexion drills, your calf stretches against the wall, you know, pull, do the flexion drill with a band where you like pull through the ball of your foot and stretch out your tendons, stretch mm-hmm. out your calves. She's like, you, you can't do it. You need to put your heels on a plate. You just don't have the flexibility. And the irony is you can't build strength. Or honestly, if you're if you're somebody who wants to actually put on muscle, mm-hmm. you can't build strength or muscle without first having the flexibility because you can't get through the range of motion properly. Yeah, and a lot of people think that they're confused by that too. Like, you know, the whole tension versus strength thing. And look at a gymnast. How like right. how much range of motion they have, yet they're super strong and super developed. Like they're supple. Yes. Just, just they're supple because they have integrity and strength in the muscle fibers, yet where those muscles attach, their muscle tendon is very open. You know, and their ligaments are nice and strong to keep everything stable, but they're able to get down to the bottom. It's unbelievable. And I guess that was drilled into us like because, you know, you do Olympic lifting, it's dynamic and it's fast, but they use heavy weights and you get open because you have to be so pliable. There's this band that they use in a couple disciplines um, and they, it's a super, super thick band and you put it behind your back in between like uh, all in your bra strap and then you... Is it like the giant rubber band? That's that giant right. rubber band. You put it behind and you get into it and then you put it on a source that just, you know, keeps you stable and that thing will hold like three, four hundred pounds and you you lean back so that you have a nice big open chest and you squat to the bottom and you lean back a little bit and then you kind of flexion forward so that you're in a perfect a squat that looks like you know what a baby squats oh my son his squats unbelievable he's got his, his body right open narrow narrow he his, sits yeah. right down yeah but hovers an inch from the ground chest is up nice and high yeah. and i marvel and so every time he that does it. band is a really great investment to help you get to that position. And then eventually you just practice staying down, leaning forward and opening up the joints that are responsible for the range of motion. And then start holding dumbbells like 20 in each hand and get down and stay down and move back and forth and open it up and then start to go up and down and then increase your weights until you get the, the like the pliability to start taking yourself off of it and use a band that's thinner and thinner and thinner until you don't have to use it at all. You'll get there. You know how like flexibility oh my God. and it's all the sitting, right? It's all the sitting yeah, and all the your hips. over the computer and sitting in the yeah, car. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know one of the things um when I had Kelly uh Kelly Starrett on Sweat, right? He came on for the finale of Sweat. And he was talking about how he's got these stand-up desks now. Um, he's working on this thing for kids in school. And wow. it's like, he, he's like, it's the sitting. You just got to get up, which, of course, we're sitting right now. But he's like, get up, get up. You got to get up. He's like, that's what's messing up your hip flexors. It's what's making you tight. And you once said to me, think about all the thousands of things you do throughout the day where everything is going in a forward direction. How often are you, you know, flexing from a posterior position like yeah. how often are you pulling your shoulders back to do yeah. something yeah never you're always like on your phone shoulders forward at your desk on the computer shoulders forward shoulders it's like forward, the life of anterior forwards. tilt yes 
Uh, yes, yeah. and this is what happens. And we program our body to function like this. But then we try to get into the gym and we try to lift weight that honestly we don't have the flexibility or the postural alignment to lift. And then you get hurt. Yeah. And then your back gets aggravated, but it's really your tight ass hips. It's yeah. not your back. Yeah. It's your hips. And you're like, oh, it's my knees. But it's not your knees. It's your hips. Where are you going now? She's for real here this time. The shoe person? Yes. Awesome. Bring those shoes in. Love. No, I agree. I totally agree. It's the sitting that <sighs> it's the sitting that prevents you from being open. If you can get your calves open, really, really open, and then you can get your hips really, really open, man, it liberates your back and your spine to be able to take the weight that does the moves that gives you yeah, the ass Andy, and quads. Right here. There's okay, the I just irony. looked this up. Squat with band. That's funny. It's right there. There it is. Everything you were saying. That's interesting. Here's a here's a site that I just found that actually has some good stretches for this on it. And yours is right there. Um, it's called what is this? It's a bodybuilder site, but it's called T Nation. Yeah, T Nation's great. Actually, they're um, really real. They're I, they're really smart. I think they're very very smart. So this is written by a guy named Adam Vogel, and he says break up those hips and fix your squat. And uh, and he's got some great stretches here. Um, and he shows you, wow, this is a good little piece here. I love so the band. So as active release with plate, squat with band, everything you're saying. Um, bottom up hamstring stretch with band. So check that out. This is because it's impossible. Really, It's very hard to describe stretch. Very <laughs> stretches describe. when you're late. Yeah, you kind of need to see it. Um, so yeah. I, li I like this little page and everything. This guy kind of he, he lays it out for he's got some great stretches. But the reality is what you think generally is. Uh, is the right way to go of oh more weight or oh let's get in the, you and I I see all these big guys and they're like well I'm really strong and that's why I'm not flexible I'm like no those things are not mm -hmm. the same mm -hmm. you're you're tight yep but it, and and that's you're, not because you're strong, strong is not why you're yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. You're big but you know you might be big but ah uh, no it's not you can't move through that full range of motion yeah and dudes like that too are like a couple reps away from a pull and a and a <sighs> in an injury. You know, yeah. you look at dynamic people, they're really, really flexible and they can be really, really strong. Those two things don't need to contradict them. Yeah. Check out that site. That's very cool. Thanks for your help. Pleasure. Okay. We all know that sitting all day is terrible for your health. And now you can get an awesome adjustable standing desk shipped straight to you. No assembly, no installation. They have 11 different height adjustments. So no matter what height you are, no matter what height you want your desk, they've got you covered. As I said, this sucker ship's fully assembled. It just retrofits your existing desk or your existing cubicle. The models start as low as just 175 bucks. If you visit verydesk.com, that's V-A-R-I-D-E-S-K dot C-O-M, you can get all the information you need. Verydesk.com. Okay, guys, Recovery Max, fast-absorbing post-workout formula that helps fight inflammation, prevent soreness. It comes in a cream and a spray. It's 100% natural. It increases circulation, helps to reduce lactic acid buildup. Recovery Max is an Australian formulation that's proudly made in the USA. It's the only product with arnica, emu oil, and rosemary oil. It provides long, natural, lasting relief that won't leave you stinky or greasy. 
It's made for women just like you to help us ease through aggressive, hardcore workouts or just stiff, sore muscles from sitting a lot, which you're not supposed to do. We've covered that. Order Recovery Max post-workout cream or spray today from recoverymax.com, or you can search the keyword Recovery Max on Amazon. Okay, guys. Now, we recorded a live podcast at the Improv in Irvine a little while ago where I took questions from the audience. And we're going to use these questions in the show right now in place of our usual caller segments because they were a lot of fun. So it was myself and my little sister, Lauren. Didn't have Autumn, didn't have Andy, didn't have Nicole there. And I hope you enjoy. Go ahead. All right. um, What is the best way to motivate a family member who is obese. Oh, God. Okay, a real question. No problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me try to be me for one second here. Uh, that's a really tough question, sweetie. And, and there, there are two ways of going about it. Um, one, and the best answer and the most successful answer is to lead by example and hope that at some point they kind of get to this place where they hit rock bottom, and I think it was J.K. Rowling who said, you know, rock bottom is a really solid foundation to rebuild your life on top of. And they look at you, and you're positive, and you're aspirational, and they come to you for help, and you hope, and you wish. But in truth, again, not to be cliche, but where did my sister go? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be back? Where the fuck did you? She's really gone. Oh. All right. Well, excuse me. Sorry. Do you think she had to go to the bathroom really bad or something? Um, okay. So with that said, that's so awkward. I'll make sure to really lay it. Maybe she has diarrhea. I mean, why else would you just leave the stage? Uh, okay. So that would be the best answer, right? And Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And again, I know it's a cliche, but cliches are... <laughs> Did you have gas? to go to the bathroom but I'm wearing you a really jumper, did so to... you really did just go to the bathroom I'm sorry that's too much information you just asked if I had gas <laughs> you just continue. left the stage I'm sorry apologies continue please. did you really oh, do that I think it was a real serious question too it was this is so weird and what couldn't wait Shh. go wow. ahead wow so the second answer to this question um, is to be <laughs> Manipulative, and it's not an ideal way to put it, but I tend to think that if your intentions are positive, it's okay. So the first thing is to ask leading questions, and it's like, God, you know, I went to this show the other night, and let's let's say we're having an actual serious moment. I went to this show the other night, and and this woman was talking about living your happiest and healthiest life, and it got me thinking about what is it that I want for myself, and what are my biggest dreams, and where do I see myself in 10 years, and you engage them in a conversation. Where do you see yourself, and what do you want for yourself? And it's trying to lead that horse to water. And the hope is that if you can get somebody to emotionally connect with a bigger picture, that dream, that why, that bigger goal will help them tolerate some of the harder things about getting healthy. Uh, The other thing you can do is be really manipulative and say nice. in it, it, but for a good cause. And it's the conversation that's like, hey, you know what? I want you to be there when my daughter walks down the aisle. 
I, I'm worried that you are going to pass away and we're going to lose you. I, and when they see how much you're hurting and how scared you actually are, hopefully that will hurt them enough that it will hurt more to see you worry and be this upset than the fear and the work associated with the change that needs to be made. But ultimately, the, the bottom line in life is that people engage in destructive behaviors, not because they're stupid, not because they're weak, not because they're lazy, but because it's affording them something very significant. And I, I know that's hard to believe. And um, how many of you did see the Maximize Your Life tour? Some of you did, okay. There was a, a story that I told about a kid whose mother was overweight. He was a loser contestant and he had lost a lot of weight and when he went home, she started crying and she became depressed because she felt like the, the kid and his dad, who'd both gone to loser, were disappointed in her, they were abandoning her, they were leaving her behind. And he started eating again. So for him, the food afforded him a connection to his mom. And so it's, it's not easy to understand other people's psychology and other people's issues. But what I can tell you is, even if they can't change, it doesn't mean they don't love you. It doesn't mean you're not a good motivator. It doesn't mean you're not so important to them. It just means their, their pain is really deep and they're not yet ready to cope with it. And so again, it, it just don't let it reflect on your value to them, your self-worth in the world. And the true answer, the best thing you can do is continue to lead by example. And hopefully they'll hit that bottom and you'll be there waiting. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. A little applause. Oh, God. Really? I'm so disappointed in you. I know you are. That's okay. It was the pool guy. It was the mailman. It was the neighbor. Stop it. I'll get it out of you. That's fine. Go on. Oh, go yes. ahead. Ask your question. Ganjon. 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 Stop it. Fine. I'm sorry, she's the worst. Go ahead, ask your question. <laughs> okay, first of all, um, Jillian, thank you. I can't explain why, but thank you, and just accept it. And, oh. <laughs> I, and I will. <laughs> thank you. You're all welcome. Right. You're okay. welcome. I have a lot to thank You're you so for. welcome. <laughs> Stop it. Do you see what you do? All of you, don't applause anymore. This is enough. Go ahead. But no, keep it coming. <laughs> So I had two questions. I'm not sure which one you picked. Which one did you pick? One was regarding, um, one was a, a question. I like the pregnancy one. Oh my God. Okay. Um, Uh-oh. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm 30 and I didn't want to have kids. And now my husband and I, we do think we might want to have kids. And I know my ovaries. I appreciate the hesitation. And my, I know my ovaries are gonna fall out one day. I just. <laughs> this is a really hopeful evening. Men are dogs, your ovaries are gonna fall out, and it will be a slow descent into decrepitude from here on out. And, awesome. And, um, and I know you wrote a book on pregnancy. So, like, <laughs> well, I haven't read it yet. I don't know if it's be, out yeah, yet. Yeah, we haven't published it yet. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Which is possibly why you haven't yet read it. There we go. All right, <laughs> good. So my question is, uh, when, by when do I have the time to decide? Because yeah. I'm getting old and I don't know when. You're like, not getting old. Stop, you're not getting old. Here, here's the thing. Here's... <laughs> <laughs> 
If 30 is old, I mean, I'm like the crypt keeper. I mean, just... I mean, having babies old, you know what I mean? No, yeah. no, no, no. But a friend of mine just had a kid, she's 43. I mean, the, the reality is, don't, don't buy into what the, what society tells you. I mean, people really do. The way that we view aging in this, in this country is, is depressing as hell. And Jane Fonda, who was recently on the cover of W at 80, I remember she was the one that said we need to redefine the culture of aging because we see it as a slow descent into decrepitude when in other countries it's, it's wisdom, it's strength, it's power, which is such a shame. And 30, by the way, is so young. And when you're 40, you're really going to think so. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you right now that it, it, it's not too late. Um, and what I would suggest, though, First of all, one in three women are infertile. And it, to be honest with you, in my opinion and from everything that I've been researching, I don't believe much, much of that has to do with genetics. A lot of it is the crap in our food, in our water, in our products, in the air, and so on. I, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm saying. So, so with that said, should you encounter any of that, it's, I, I've met a lot of women who've gone through it and they choose many different paths from fertility treatments, adoption, whatever your choice is, it's yours and that's, that's all you, girl. No one can judge you no matter what you choose. Here's what I would recommend, even though 30 is all so right. young. Hurry up. We've got a lot of questions. This is a big deal. I know, I'm sorry. Let her take her time. Yeah, you're 20. You don't <laughs> know sorry, our pain. I have so many people to go through. You're fine. Okay, you have a minute. A minute. Go. You can always freeze your eggs, sweetheart, and buy yourself some time. Right? Buy yourself some peace of mind. And a friend of mine who's 41 and who is going through it, she was like, the one thing I wish I had done. And this way, you give yourself plenty of room to think about it, process it, and you've got, there's always that option. Can't hurt anything awesome. at all. Sweet. Thank you so much. I never thought about that. So thank you. Yeah. Take care. See? I'm helping. All right. Yeah, helping. Well, I think this one's going to be good. Oh, okay. No pressure. Hi. Hi. Um, I was just wondering, I'm very inflexible, and so I've always been this way. <laughs> Is that a weird question? No, no, no. I love her. I love her. How do you feel about patience, by the way? What do you mean? No, she's talking about actual... it in general. Patience. Well, I'm a teacher. Oh. So, yeah. You like it. Well, I teach, I teach middle school, so I take it in doses, but Interesting. yeah. Okay. Well, I still like you. Go on. Well, you're a teacher and you're inflexible? How do you get through a day? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why I'm here. You're going to talk her out of kids right now, I can tell. <laughs> so All right. my question is, is that bad since I'm only 28? Should I be more flexible now? What's you should be more flexible in general. Um, and flexible is hard, right? Wait, are you talking flexible as in flexible with, with schedule? Are you, do you mean like t mentally or? Wait. <laughs> No, I think I'm talking about like I can't touch my toes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that not clear? Who cares? <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> I. Well, what happened was we were out front, and Heidi goes, "Oh, don't worry, Jill can't touch her toes either." Do some yoga, f off. That's your question. Jesus, I thought we were gonna have this great conversation about being 
set in our ways and being like Scrooge and you're a teacher and you're like all granola and shit. Sit down. Okay, before we go, Don't pick that question. You said it was gonna be a good one. I thought it was fine. I didn't think you could touch your toes. For the 10th time tonight. And now we know. Go ahead. How can we help you, buddy? Hello. How are you? Uh, they say that um, during sex, you burn as many calories as running eight miles. My question... Me or just everybody? My, 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 my question is this. Is who the hell runs eight miles in 15 seconds? <laughs> Sam? That's all I got. <laughs> Great work. Unbelievable curating this evening. What I do remember about these stats, answer? I think average effort over the course of a half an hour burns around 300 calories. Good to know. Sam, you got a half an hour. She loves you. How do you she define average effort? He goes longer. But what about you, my friend? Hmm? Huh? How long? Longer than 15 seconds? What about Tinder? How long's he got? Oh, all good here on Tinder. Yeah, just I, 300 calories for like 30 minutes of average effort. But you could always wear a little doodah and then check the doodah. And just. And then you know what you are? You're encouraged. You know like those pedometers where you're like, just a few more steps, it's like, just a few more minutes. I gotta get to 500 oh my calories. Keep it together. You know when you said average effort, the whole place goes, do you think average, do you think we give average effort? Like the whole place was like, I think I'm above average. It was great. Uh, uh.